Welcome to Down to Business with V, a show dedicated to bringing you actionable information to protect you, your families, your businesses, and the community. I'm your host V, and today we're discussing family emergency scams, what they are, how to identify them, and what to do if you're a victim. Let's get down to business. From Atlanta, Georgia, to becoming a United States Marine, to Washington, D.C., and every place in between. Everybody calls me V. My goal is to bring you resources, education, and knowledge from sources you can trust that informs and protects to safeguard our families, our businesses, and the community. Now let's get down to business. Imagine this, you're at home, you get a call, it's from a family member. They say they're in big trouble, they've been arrested, and they need your help. They're asking for a sum of money to help bail them out or to get them out of trouble. At some point during this call, an authority figure comes on the line. It could be a doctor, it could be a police officer, or a lawyer, and they're also saying, your family member's in big trouble, they need money now, and you're the only one that can help. Also, they say, keep this a secret. Don't tell anybody. We want to keep this under wraps. What would you do? Would you send the money? Would you realize it's a scam? Let's hear the story of Pablo de Jesus Colon and his late father, who were targeted by a scam just like that. Let's watch the video. We also heard there from Monica Vaca from the Bureau of Consumer Protection from the FTC. This scam is often regarded as a grandparent scam, but if you noticed in the video, Pablo's sister was contacted first. So that's a sign that this scam could happen to anyone. Anyone, regardless of age, could be a target. Also, you might have recognized that the malicious actors knew a lot about their target. They knew the family member's name. They knew to contact the sister. They knew that there was an abuelo, a grandfather involved. How did they know this information? All of that was gleaned, quite possibly from social media sites. Anything that you post on any social media site can be used as a way to target you. This is a classic example of social engineering where malicious actors go onto your social media sites, they get your information, and then they use it against you. Another way that fraudsters and malicious actors are gleaning information about you is through hijacking email accounts. This could happen to anyone. I've actually heard several accounts of people close to me or people I know that this has actually happened to, where the malicious actor will take the email hijack it, use the information from social media, and then create a whole email. The other thing about uh, Pablo's story is that he told someone. His sister told someone, he told someone, and then they took the information that they had to the appropriate authorities. Because they did this, they were able to bring this segment to you today to help warn you and to help warn the world. Additionally, Pablo took the platform that he had, he and his father, on their radio station, 
and they took that information to the masses. In doing so, they're helping prevent crime and helping prevent victimization in places that they don't even know that they might have reached. And that's the opportunity that you have. Once you know what these scams are, how to identify them and how to report them, not only are you helping you, you're helping your family, you're helping businesses, your community, the, the neighbors next to you, you're preventing scams from continuing and stopping malicious actors. In his account, Pablo mentioned that the malicious actors were targeting the Hispanic community. And they are, but they're also targeting every other community, regardless of race, religion, creed, national origin. The malicious actors don't see race. They don't see color. They only see one color, and that's green, money green. Before we go to break, I'd like to say a special thank you to the team at the Federal Trade Commission for the content and the information they provided today. I'd like to extend special gratitude for the work that you do on a daily basis to help combat fraud. We appreciate you. When we come back, we'll break down this scam and show you how to identify the red flags. And later in the show, if you've been a victim of a scam, we'll tell you who to report it to and how. Also, ever wonder if there's any recourse if you've paid a scammer? We'll provide you with tips and information that could help you get your money back. Stay tuned. Every organization is responsible for ensuring cybersecurity. The ability to protect its information systems from impairment or even theft is essential to success. Implementing effective security measures will not only offer liability protection, it will also increase efficiency and productivity. With our cybersecurity workshop, your participants will understand the different types of malware and security breaches. Develop effective prevention methods which will increase overall security. They'll also understand the basic concepts associated with cybersecurity and what a company needs to stay secure. Find out more about training for you and your organization at VickerGroup.com. Welcome back to Down to Business with V. Today we've been discussing family emergency scams, what they are and how to detect them. A little earlier we heard from Pablo de Jesus Colon and his family who were targeted by this exact scam. We also heard what they did as a result and how they reported it. Would you be able to recognize this scam if you were targeted? Would you know the telltale signs? Would you know to whom to report it as well as what to report? We'll discuss that in just a few minutes. But first, as promised, we'll review the red flags and later we'll walk you through how to report it and whom to report it to, as well as what to do if you're a victim who paid a scammer. Let's get down to business. As we stated earlier, the scammer may already know a lot about you and that information could have come from email that has been hacked, either yours or the family members. It could have also come from social media sites, but the scammer has information about you that he's using against you. So here's what we found is that sometimes 
they want you to pay immediately, which is a huge red flag. If they're asking you to send them a money order, to wire funds, to use a gift card or a reloadable card, this is huge. So right now we're gonna go through and look at a few more of the red flags so that you are equipped, prepared, and empowered to identify these and to prevent being a victim. Let's take a look. All right, so they ask you to pay right away. As we said, by wiring money, sending a money order, paying with gift cards, reloadable cards, and even cryptocurrency. These fraudsters and malicious actors know that once you send this money, generally it's gone. So they're trying to get the money fast before you can recognize that it's a scam and in a way that will prevent you from getting money back. The next red flag is they generally include an authority figure. So they might tell you that the lawyer's here. The lawyer might want to talk to you. They might even bring in a fake police officer to tell you, hey, listen, we've got your family member. They're in big trouble. We need your help. Or they'll bring in a fake doctor in some cases. Sometimes in these emergency scams, they're saying that the family member's been injured or they've injured someone else. And they're bringing in all of these people in order to add an air of legitimacy to all of this. So be on the lookout for the red flag of the authority figure. Pay attention to this portion because this is to get you to act quickly. The next thing they tell you is that it's urgent. You've got to do it now. You've got to act now. And you're the only one that can help. You are the person that they are targeting and they want you to feel as if, if you don't act, something bad's gonna happen. If you don't act, the family member's gonna remain in jail. Or if you don't act, someone might be in big legal trouble. So pay attention to the red flag of it's urgent. If they're telling you it's urgent, slow down, take a breath, and don't fall prey. One of the biggest red flags is they want you to keep it a secret. The authority figure or the fake family member might state you're the only one can, that can help. Keep this a secret. Don't tell anyone. Or the authority figure might say, we're trying to keep this hush hush. If you just send the money, we can help your family member out. In other words, they're wanting you to keep it a secret because if you actually talk to other people, they could identify that you're being targeted by a scam. Pay very close attention. If anyone ever asks you to keep it a secret, it's a sign that you're being targeted by a scammer. So here's what you do if you're ever targeted. Resist the pressure to act. If it's a phone call, go ahead and hang up. If it's an email, don't answer it. You'll also wanna contact the family member that they're saying that's in trouble. Contact them at a number that you know that you can trust. That phone number is one that you have on file with you, that you have in your Rolodex, in your um, cell phone. Contact them at a number that you know. Don't contact them at a number that the scammer provided or that was provided to you on that phone call. Why? Because if you contact them at that number, you're potentially contacting the scammer and not your family member. Also, contact another family member or a family friend to do a fact check. Call a family member that knows this person and say, hey, listen, is so-and-so in trouble? Have you heard from them? Are they in this city or this state? Just make sure you know the whereabouts of the family member and can corroborate the story with someone else. 
If they're actually in trouble, someone else is likely to know. If they're actually in another state or another city, another family member is likely to know. Or if they've been in an accident, another family member is likely to know. But don't act alone on the information that you receive from that phone call. Here's some other information. If you paid a scammer, here are some options that could help you get your money back. As I stated earlier, scammers are generally getting you to send funds very quickly if you're being targeted by a scam and they want it sent in ways that are untraceable by law enforcement or in ways that will be almost impossible to get back. So if you've been a victim of a scam, you wanna act as quickly as possible. The first things you'll wanna do is identify the method that you've paid. If you paid by credit card or debit card, you'll wanna contact the bank or the credit card issuer. Let them know that there was a fraudulent charge on the account and ask them to reverse the transaction and give you your money back. Depending on how quickly you contact them, they may be able to do this for you. If you have done an authorized or unauthorized transfer from your bank account, that's like an ACH transfer, automatic clearinghouse transfer, Contact your bank or your financial institution and tell them it was an unauthorized debit or withdrawal. Ask them to reverse the transaction and see if they can help you get your money back. Again, time is of the essence. So the quicker you act, the more likely you are to get these funds back. If you used a gift card to pay the scammer, contact the company that issued the gift card. Tell them it was a scam and ask if they can refund the money. Keep the gift card itself and keep the gift card receipt because that could be used by law enforcement to help you in your case. If money was sent via a wire transfer, via Western Union or MoneyGram, contact the wire transfer company. If you wired it through your financial institution, contact them. If it was through Western Union or MoneyGram, contact them. Let them know it was fraudulent and ask them to reverse it. And we've given you the number here for MoneyGram um, at 800-MONEYGRAM and Western Union at 800-325-6000. Contacting them as soon as possible could result in you getting your money back. If there is a wire transfer via your financial institution, contact them and let them know. If it was a money transfer app, report the fraudulent transfer um, to the company that is the owner of the app and ask if they can reverse the payment. If you're using cryptocurrency, contact that company and ask them if there's a way that the transaction can be reversed. If you sent cash, there are a number of ways that you want to report that this has happened. If you sent it via US mail, you'll want to contact the US Postal Inspection Service and ask them to intercept the package. They have a very special service um, and a process that allows them to intercept packages in cases like this. If you used another delivery service, contact them and ask them about an intercept service as well. The one thing that is very important to realize here is that time is of the essence. So the sooner you realize that you've been scammed and the sooner you contact them, the more likely you are that they are able to take steps to help you get your money back. There are no guarantees with this. However, these are ways that you can report to see if the option is available to reverse a transaction, to track a transaction, or reverse it, or to intercept it, as in the case of the postal services.
So these are just a few of the ways that um, you can look at getting your money back again. There are no guarantees, but being equipped with this information could result in um, a reversal if you paid a scammer and helping you to recoup those funds. Because a lot of people don't know how to report these scams or who to report them to, we wanna give you that information today. So we're gonna show you a short video of how to report a scam like this or any other scam to the FTC. We're gonna take you to the website, reportfraud.ftc.gov, actually pull up a report form and walk you through all of the information that will be requested of you when you file your report so that you know what will be expected during that process. Let's look at that video now. If you'd like to sponsor Down to Business with V, or if you'd like to be a guest, or if you have show ideas, be sure to email us at show at dtbwithv.com. I'd like to thank Pablo de Jesus Colon and his family yet again for sharing their story with us, as well as the team at FTC. Gov, the Federal Trade Commission. I'd also like to thank our team here, Stephen, Quentin, Peter, Emmanuel, Suzanne, and Doug for making today's show happen. We hope it was informative, we hope it was educational, and you're now empowered to identify these scams, to be able to take action to prevent yourself from being a victim or someone else you know. I'm V, and this is Down to Business, We'll see you next time.